0: Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles, your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll show you, I'll tell you, (laughs) in a moment, losing my train of thought, you know, I think um, it's because of coronavirus, it's not because I have coronavirus, it's because uh, The City of Los Angeles has coronavirus panic, so we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or we will uh, make arrangements for a private preview upon request. in Los Angeles so we're going to be talking about me and this podcast Corey Chambers realtor and that's what we did a blog post about today on the LA loft blog and uh, I'm going to talk also about coronavirus COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 and the reason is because the mayor of Los Angeles has made a very alarming decision that's uh, much more uh, worse overall than, um, than what other states and cities are making as far as decisions. Um, so, first of all, let's talk about me the reason I'm talking about the virus is because that I just heard the the news from the mayor who basically said that he, he's not going to open up Los Angeles business until there's a cure for um, COVID-19. Well, there's not going to be any cure for COVID-19 so it's probably not going to end up being true because obviously Uh, the city of Los Angeles, all the citizens are are not going to go for that idea in whole uh, for a very long time. So, but it may go on long enough uh, along those lines to um, cause extreme damage to the economy. Uh, people People have a hard time with economics. Half the people live day to day, hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck. Okay, So if if people were naturally good at economics, they would not be living that way. Uh, And then the other half uh, run into issues at least occasionally, run into the same problem at least occasionally, including myself. So, and I'm better than average at economics. So the people that don't normally live Day to day, hand to mouth, which I don't, I don't normally live that way because I do real estate. I have to take very large checks and make them last a long time. and I got to spend a lot of money on business things, marketing for my clients, um, lots of uh, services to help my clients, and uh, and then I have to make the money last. For several weeks, uh, often several months, and so come here. And so, obviously, the people that don't know how to do that, or for whatever reason—there's a million reasons—people don't know how and not able to. Um, but. This is another, the the way that the coronavirus is being handled is a huge example that people do not understand economics. People say, oh, you have to put life, lives above economics. And the fact is that if you do not, um, if you don't uh, put economics first, there's going to be no lives going to be no lives, there's going to be no food, no water, no nothing. Because economics includes that. Economics is not just about extra money. It's about everything. It's about resources. Money is just one of is just the main resource, the easiest resource to discuss when you're talking about economics. But food, water, shelter, clothing, transportation, energy, uh, electricity, water coming to your house, uh, it's all part of economics. So anyone who says put lives above economics does not understand economics. One iota, one bit, zero. So, because without without economics, if you really want to dismiss economics 100% to save lives, everyone's going to start dropping dead in about three to seven days. So, that's how far off track that people are. Um, And if people really believed that you have to put lies before economics then there would be no such thing as essential jobs. Everybody should stay at home, in bed, alone, in one person per room, for at least three weeks. Uh, Everybody. But then what do you get? Oh, everyone would be dead because there would be no food no water so then we have to go the other extreme Uh, what would be the other extreme? just focusing 100% on economics and 0% on health well obviously that would uh, more people would be alive because guess what, your <laughs> your body takes care of itself 99.9999% of the time. So people really need to rethink saving lives versus economics. Because when you pay 100% attention to economics, lives are saved automatically. So, we definitely need to talk about real estate since this topic is about Corey Chambers, realtor, not Corey Chambers, economist. It's not about Corey Chambers, libertarian, or Corey Chambers, independent. And it's for sure the hell not about Corey Chambers, Democrat or Republican tell you that much this is about Corey Chambers realtor and the realtor is talking about economics because real estate is about economics without economics there is no real estate there's no builders there's no rent there's no mortgage there's no construction materials there's no maintenance of real estate There's no people living inside of real estate. There's no nothing without economics. So people would like to ignore economics. Sounds technical, like mathematical science or something. People would rather not deal with that. It's not fun, but actually it is fun. I mean, people love shopping. having some extra money and going and buying something nice, something cool, something fun. That is economics. That is fun. And the more we pay attention to the economics, the more fun we can have. The more fun we can have for ourselves, for our loved ones, for our community, and for helping those in need. So the economics of real estate, economics wants people to work. There's no food and no water if people don't work. There's no real estate, there's no home, house, loft, condo, if people don't work. So when the city of Los Angeles says, "Mm, sorry... Most people or half the people or however many they decide are essential um, can't work until we get a cure for something that's uncurable. Coronavirus. There's uh, five or ten or more different types of causes of common colds and flu coronavirus is one of them. That's why many doctors say it is similar to the flu. It's similar to a bad flu outbreak, a bad flu epidemic, a bad flu year. Even most of the uh, people who are for shut-ins and for economic collapse, in a manner of speaking, most of them will say it is a flu-like virus. You can label it whatever you want. It's a bad flu. So, it's a flu that kills more people than most flus. And flu epidemics, pandemics, are part of societies. It's part of the human race. And when you try to pretend that something that's part of the human race is is not part of the human race or should not be part of the human race, you can pretty much place your bets that you're going to end up wrong. This way. I mean, doctors, they know close to 0% of what's everything that's going on. If, if they spend seven years in college, 14 years, twenty-one years, they're still gonna know close to zero percent of what's going on because your body has been working on it for a hundred thousand years and plus millions of years before that. Billions of years. That's how long Mother Nature's been working on it. That's why she's billions of times more educated than the doctor than the smartest doctor God Mother Nature the universe no human is approaches what nature is able to do Any, the smartest humans are not even barely above 0% of what nature can do so, real estate is crashing much worse, much, much worse than what most people realize, understand, or accept. We are walking, as we often do, walking to Elysian Park, walking through Elysian Park. So. Realtor. So a realtor is a real estate professional who is a member of the Association of Realtors. There's a National Association of Realtors, and there's the California Association of Realtors, and there is, uh, that's mainly it. There's a California, so- oh, there's local. Beverly Hills. Los Angeles Association of Realtors. They're trying to change the name of that, which I was thinking we should not change the name because I like having Beverly Hills in the name. But, um, of course, I've never done a transaction in Beverly Hills. And uh, they changed the name to a shorter, easier name like West, uh, what is it? Basically, Greater Los Angeles Association of Realtors or something like that. That's fine with me. Either way, they're working on changing the name right now. So realtors are real estate agents who are part of that association. There's a lot of real estate agents who, well, there's some who are not part of that association, but then they can't have all the benefits. The benefits that we get from being a realtor, from being part of the California Association of Realtors, uh, is are pretty substantial. The forms that we use, when we're doing a real estate transaction, almost all of them come from, or generally they all come from, uh, from the Association of Realtors, California Association of Realtors. It makes all the forms that are used by most realtors in California, like uh, 90% of the forms or more. Sometimes brokers have their own mis- miscellaneous forms for different things from the broker or the agent and so forth. And then, of course, homeowner's associations have their own forms, uh, sometimes uh, you know, credit bureaus, and so forth. So what else do realtors get? Realtors are able to get um, discussions with attorneys uh, included as well. So when I don't understand the forms, or when I'm not sure about the law, I can call and talk to an attorney over the phone uh, at no extra charge. That's included in our in our dues. So whenever I don't know something, I uh, first, I will ask uh, experienced agents who I work with, and if they don't seem to have a hundred percent grasp on it, or if I can't reach them or whatever, then I will call the attorney. Or if we need just a higher level of understanding on something. I called them recently about the um, coronavirus force majeure. Or did I call them about the landlord's notice of exemption? I think I called them about the landlord's notice of exemption because that one was... Being a landlord in California now has gone from fairly easy for our clients to... A little bit less easy but now they just need to send this one form that says that they're exempt so before they didn't have to do anything they could just be a normal landlord now they just have to send a form so but other landlords that are not exempt they have a zillion little rules and regulations they have to learn and try to follow And it's expensive. So the landlords and the tenants have to pay for that expense of talking to more attorneys, doing more paperwork, paying fines. Even when the landlord gets fined, the tenant has to still share that. Uh, When you look at the aggregate total of all the rent being paid and the aggregate total of all the bureaucracy administration and fines that have to be paid then uh, excuse, I'm just walking into uh, some branches here. then the tenant the tenant is paying all of it or part of it. And when you look at history of when people try to force um prices down it doesn't work in the long run it works only partially in the short run and it doesn't work at all in the long run prices uh go up they stay roughly the same when california tried to force utilities to lower their electric prices just pass a law. Oh, the the residents, citizens of California, hereby declare that utilities must lower their utility charges, fees. Uh, that didn't work out too well. What we got was brownouts, more brownouts, and uh, we got. Uh, I'm looking at downtown Los Angeles. Downtown Los Angeles looks pretty nice and colorful. So, so uh, there's a lot of people in the park today. So I think that people are celebrating um, opening up. Whether they want to open up or not, they're opening up. People are celebrating. People are celebrating um, liberty and liberation. And I think they might even be in viewing some, imbibing in some liberation. What do you call alcohol? I think there's a word like li- liberation for that means alcohol. So. Um, I'm glad to see that. It's young people. There's no uh, seniors with health problems here celebrating in the park. But Los Angeles is a pretty young, fairly young city anyway, especially uh, downtown. So, I think the mayor, Garcetti, he just does things to appeal to his very liberal base so that's why he said uh, we need to cure COVID-19 before we can um, end the shutdown but of course the shutdown will end soon whether he says that or not there's more cars coming back on the streets and regardless of what the mayor says, or the governor, or the president, people will get tired of the shutdown and they will start coming back. People will be happy to take a vacation for a couple of weeks, but then they want to, uh, the average person after a couple of weeks, they want to start, uh, you know, getting back to work. at least half the population wants to get back to work the lazy half uh, of course they want to extend it and extend benefits so um, and sometimes it's not a matter of being lazy sometimes it's a matter of uh, just not having the work ethic and sometimes it's a matter of being uh, Wrong or different in your philosophy. A lot of people are unaware that some people think work is actually bad for you because work can feel bad in some ways, especially if you don't have the right attitude about the work. And speaking of work and realtors, we just closed, I just mentioned uh, like yesterday or the day before. That we helped a buyer and seller to close a loft at Alta Lofts I was able to provide uh, much more help than usual because I was helping the buyer and the seller so I was able to get them to help them complete a transaction against all odds because most transactions are falling out Uh, most listings. If you add up the listings and the transactions together, most of them are far are failing. People who want to sell their home or not, or they're just changing their mind, deciding it's not a good time. with well, the buyer or seller? More than 30% of them are getting into escrow, saying they love the house, they want to buy it, they want to sell it, getting into escrow and then changing their mind. And There's a rarely seen part of the law called force majeure, part of the contract that says the buyer or the seller may cancel uh, if they are affected by coronavirus pandemic. So they are doing that. And that means also that buyers and sellers can cancel even, even after they've signed off on all their contingencies saying that they're going to buy the property or sell it for sure. They can still cancel right up until the, uh, the you know the last day. Right up until escrow sends it to uh, whatever escrow does to make the sale complete, they send it, uh, a thing to the recorder. So if someone canceled right before that. They would or right as they were taking that document to the county, they would try to call the the courier who was bringing the document to the county and have them come back, have them cancel. So that's force majeure, and the pandemics are included in that force majeure. I So... When this transaction, the buyer saw that prices were likely going to continue dropping a lot more, which some people believe that and some don't, I happened to believe it, the buyer happened to believe it, and the seller uh, eventually believed it. So that's why they were renegotiated after. So uh, there was already two negotiations, one for the Initial, you know, price and terms agreement, the contract, and another, another uh, significant um, agreement for the repairs, and then a much bigger, significant agreement um, regarding not canceling. I can't go into all the details but it took a bigger agreement to not you know for the buyer not to cancel so we had so we had to make sure that the buyer and the happy were both buyer and seller were both happy come to an agreement that they're both satisfied with and continue the transaction so that took a really an understanding of a lot of things that um, You know, you have to have the buyer, seller, and agent all agree on that. So that's one benefit of having one agent who understands economics, understands um, negotiation at the very highest levels of negotiation. Because if you just have a beginner agent that's going to fall out, the state of California considers that to be safe. If the transaction fails and the people just decide to cancel the state of California probably most states just consider that to be um, a, you know an okay outcome but if the buyer and seller want to complete the transaction if they would prefer to complete the transaction then having it cancelled or failed Uh, Would not, you know, would not be a successful transaction Realtors what else is there to think about Realtors? I Think we've pretty much covered everything We covered also buyer questions on the LA loft blog today So the um, let's go this way, sweetie. So that's pretty much it. So thanks for listening about our um, audio podcast today about Corey Chambers Realtor. And we threw in plenty of uh, economics and crazy virus discussions and uh, talked about what realtors do and don't do and what's happening today in the market right as we speak. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. Thank you so much for joining me. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available or or a private preview is available upon request. For any loft, condo, or house, call 213-880-9910. Thanks again for joining me. Take care. Bye-bye.